Stay so. I'm sitting here with Nick Sharp, CEO of Audidio, which is a fantastic streaming platform. So if you're listening to us on WVOL in Nashville or, or Urban One on our flagship station WOL in the Metro DC area, I don't know most of most of my people. Nick, listen to to hip hop, but but there's you want to go and download Audidio. He said you can find it on on uh, Apple TV. Find it on Roku. Download them. Amazon Fire TV. Amazon Fire and TV. Your phone. All of that on your on your phone. Download them, and and it's a treasure trove of opportunity. Whether you listen to hip hop, or you're in a hardcore rap, or you're in underground stuff, whether you are metal into country punk. music, metal, punk, whatever it is, funk, they have it. And anyone listening, now I wanted to talk to you, Nick. Um, I know that you have a music background yourself, and and I saw you the other day. You were walking around here, and you had you dressed up, and I was like, "Well, what are you? What are you all dressed up?" Oh yeah, like, <laughs> the tux to, on. It's like, are you going to the to to the music awards or something like that? <laughs> and you know, you said to me, "You're like, oh yeah, you know, I I sing, and I'm going to to do some Sinatra songs." And I was kind of intrigued by that. A lot of a lot of people that listen to the show, you didn't know. I don't think I've ever told you this. I went to college on a singing scholarship. I was really? a baritone. I'm a I'm a classically trained baritone. Wow. That saying, you know, I'm talking German, French. I read music. Um, I score music. That's awesome. Was, that's that's actually the 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 crux and foundation of my show. Is that's I, awesome. People say, man, you got a lot. Of, you have really good music, and you pick out the obscure samples and stuff like that. And 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 I grew up in a musical family. My my everyone in my family played piano. It's or, a culture, or, or dude. Growing on, like up, it's a so real culture. When you wow. Have that foundational interest in music, and then you get into some of the other genres. Um, it, it's really interesting. And you know, me, I'm a hip hop guy, so I love listening to the DJ premieres, the Pete Rocks, the Mad Libs. They are sampling funk and soul music from 40, 50 years ago. And that's dope, yeah. And I, and I love that. But you, but you are a, a rock star down in Tampa. And I wanted, I wanted you to talk to, to my audience about your, your time singing, man. What was, what was that like? And what's some of the stuff that you did? So like before you were a CEO. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So before I get into that, I just want to tell everybody how you spell Audidio. Cause right, it's, a little, it's a little yeah, tricky. It's a U D I D I O a U D I D I O. And Audidio is its name. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But yo, um, so what happened with me is um, in 1995, I was, I was like 15 years old right. and I started a band with some friends. That's the easiest way to explain it, right? right. By 1998, and I- What type of stuff were you playing? We were just like, gr- no, we're like oh. grunge. It was just grunge, like right, grunge pop. And it was like, <clears throat> we were in a, were, a garage you were, band. You were, the, you were the Pearl Jam of Tampa. No, 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 not oh, yet, okay. not yet. Okay. Um, so like I was in a- You know, I lived place. in Seattle for, for four years. Oh, really? So That's like, oh, yeah, I lived downtown. Seattle's Seattle, a great place. I, oh, I, I went the there last September best, for the first time. Some of the best music in the country. Seattle and, and New Orleans are the best two places I've ever been to for music in the country. And like all the shops along the water right. and the, the right. Ferris wheel and all that down there. Right. That's so cool, man. Right. I yeah, went to the gum wall. Yep. Put my gum there. Yep. Also, I saw I saw a Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee's grave. All right. And all right. um, I also got to see um, Jimi Hendrix's grave all right. while I was yeah, out there. Just, um, yeah, it's just a great area. So you were, so you're in the grunge. Yeah, I was in the grunge in Tampa band. Yeah. With your, with your, with and your then friends in, in ni- high school. Yeah. And then in 1998, when I was right. 18, right. 
Um, there used to be, uh, for, for the older people that will remember this, there, uh, in the 1950s and 60s, do you remember Milton Berle, the comedian? Yes. Okay, so Milton Berle had a nephew named Marshall Burl, and Marshall Burl got that hairband rat and Van Halen signed to like Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. And so he discovered us out of a bar in Clearwater, Florida, and he got us signed to this independent label called Zero Hour Records in New York City, right. and it was distributed through Warner Brothers. So we All flew right. out to LA and recorded our, our record out there when we were 18. Right. I'm hanging out with like, in 98, I'm hanging out with like Ellen DeGeneres and Janine Garofalo and right. like, the mighty mighty yeah, boss tones yeah, and like other rock stars beverly hills like yeah. where are you mr chow's like where are you where are we were we these? recorded in van nuys all right but we hung out all over the place we were oh, so you're right so you're recording right next to the pornography dude you're van right nuys, chatsworth 100 percent, dude right, right across the street uh, when we would go we're, uh, i was 18 years old man right. i went to christian schools bro right. and like <laughs> listen what i was like i was literally like hanging out like yeah. we, of, we would walk in the lot, studio a lot of very good and not so good pornography being filled no, no, in the, in right the, across the, the street the van nuys <laughs> bro right across the street we would literally be walking into the studio at right. like 10 a.m right. and the hottest chicks yeah, like clantedly dressed are walking in and out of buildings and I'm like, what do the girls do over there? Yeah, and they're, they're like, oh, they shoot porn there. I'm like, oh. Couch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like this little like good Christian boy from uh, from Palm Harbor, Florida. There's a lot of money in the, in the smut <clears throat> industry, man. It's just, I didn't realize, you know, I thought that these were people that were, um, you know, kind of downtrodden and just doing what they had to do to survive. And I, and I, you know, long story short, I became moderately friends with, with someone that was in that industry when I lived in Phoenix that just, I had gone to that strip club a few times and just got to talking to this person. Yeah. And uh, ultimately what I found out, she told me how much money she was making. I was just like, wow. You know, she told me, she was like, hey, when I was in Vegas, I could make $30,000 in one night if Floyd Mayweather came in yeah. there. And I was just like, whoa. I was like, well, good for you. You know, if you're in that industry and you're in the, in the rather the pornography or the stripping industry, there's a, a lot of opportunity. So back to the um, Christian high school right. thing. What happened was the I went to Christian high school with right. three girls, dude, right. that were so hot. And when they left Christian school, bro, they were became strippers. And dude, these chicks were balling right. out, dude. Yeah. They had so much money, yeah. and they would go to like Miami for a season. Yeah. Then they would fly to New York and do scores yeah. up there in New York City, and they would go back and forth, dude. And that's how they would make their living. And bro, I mean, these chicks would like come home, be like, "Hey, Nick," and they're like, "Let me right. take you out to lunch." And this chick, this one chick. I remember her having this really dope ass um, Mercedes SUV and she mm. went into the glove compartment and pulled out a wad. I mean, the biggest wad of cash when I was like 21. I was like, that yes, is yeah. ridiculous. Okay, so yeah. back to, so, back to <clears throat> so I'm in LA yep. recording records. And um, so that was like my first deal that I had. And then like Napster happened and then uh, like, and then like all these record, like record labels started dropping artists man. that they signed. So like we recorded a record and we never even got to put it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then we like bought it back from the label right. and then we, we independently self-released and then um, it, it was, I mean, just, we're just a bunch of little kids who didn't right. know what the heck we were doing really, dude. I mean, like we probably sold like, I don't know, like three or 4,000 records in Tampa. Right. Mm -hmm. But now check this out. Then a couple years later, I'm like 21 and I started a new band with the same guys basically and a new drummer. And I created a, a band called Suburban Tragedy. Right. And Suburban Tragedy went on to selling like 40,000 records in it's Tampa Bay. 
and okay. like underground. <clears throat> but I got signed to like independent labels. Um, I got signed to big management deals like with like um, like uh, the company was called Indigo Entertainment in New York City. They had like Chevelle, Puddle of Mud, Three Doors Down, Saliva, Shine Down, and like I would tour with all these huge bands. Wow. Did it all completely independently, but had like really big p- players in, in place to help you know navigate our career. Mm-hmm. So we had like that big management company. We had big publicists. We had big uh, booking a- 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 agents, and so we we did that stuff independently for years. And um and after like about when I turned like thirty two, I was like I'm I'm too old to do this. Right. I'm over that this, right? Enough. And it's funny because I'm forty two now. I look back, I'm like thirty two is young. So I know that like when I'm fifty two, I'm gonna look back like, right. oh, you're forty two, right. 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 right? Okay, right. so like um but so uh, what happened was I got uh after like, I was like thirty five. I got signed to a publishing deal in Nashville and I moved here to write songs for record companies and artists. And after a couple of years, I was just like kind of over that too. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, I'm so tired of the music industry, but dude, like I'm telling you like, and then I created Audidio and, uh, and you know, it, 2022 is going to be a huge year for Audidio. We really just wrapped up three weeks ago where we finally went live with it. And again, Audidio is available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, iPhone and Android phones. It's 19 live broadcasting television channels. Each channel is a genre of music and each genre of music is hosted by a, a VJ or a host from eight different stuff, countries. Man. And uh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for coming in, man. And yo, it's A U D I D I O. A U D I D I O. Thank you so much, Nick. Nick Sharp, CEO, Audidio. Hope to have you back on the show. Real thank soon. you so much, man. I really appreciate you. You're All doing right. good work. Thanks a lot. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. And the chats are cool because everyone's at a different stage of, of their life. Sometimes you have some friends that are bachelors and they're looking for something completely different than, than your friends that have four kids are looking for. And then you have friends that are going through a divorce. You have friends that are going through health problems. You, you pray together. You, you comment on what's going on in society together. If you have loved ones that, that are struggling with their health or struggling financially those those chats or forms to to really to discuss and and uplift one another. And then, you know, people, you got people, they're still talking about who they had sex with in college back in 1998. There's always that guy on the chat. It's like, yo, you remember when I tapped that? Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. It's just like, yo, Slim, she's got three kids and, and married a multimillionaire. She's not thinking about you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. Now, my kid Frankie's going to go with you, and he's going to keep an eye on you, make sure everything goes right. Now, you see that guy that brought me in here? Uh, he's been taking care of it, and he's going to set it up in his joint to get me into the water. And all you got to do is be there with the boat to pick me up. Look, Tony, this is not exactly the Listen, the contract's already down on your pile. 
the guys, the guns, the line pit's already done. You understand what I'm saying? And from in here, just one button I push. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It feels so good to be cared for. Back up now, just a little more. The feeling someone's always there. Just to show how much they care. The feeling you're not alone. Now she's a part of your home. With so much to protect each day. Caring goes a long, long way. Nationwide is on your side. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And, and as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down at me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flake. He said, not now. James Lewis. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald the autograph in, in Planet Hollywood. He said, good for you. Good for you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.